So the month of June is always uh, an enjoyable time for me because there's always some type of new game that's coming out that I then decide to take a couple of weeks off of work to play. Uh, this year was a little bit different knowing that the month of June I was going to be uh, expecting my first son, but also would have both vacation time and paternity leave to use to not only bond with the little guy, but also to play some games. And for me, the biggest one that I've been looking forward to has been uh, Batman Arkham Knight, which I downloaded and actually stayed up till midnight for the preload, you know, the pre-order to actually load up and I could get right at it at 12.01 a.m. Yeah, way to brag, because, you know, I just had to wait till the next day when, you know, I got home from work so that I can start playing this game. So, so you didn't even, like, try to do the preload right, like, right before you went to bed on Monday? No. I was exhausted because, you know, I was working that day as well. Okay, you know, raising a child is considered work as well. Yeah, and then there's pictures of you, like, making your kid watch as the countdown clock comes to an end so you can start hey, playing Batman. Hey, listen, it's his first, like, midnight release of a game. Like, at least it's something that's a quality title. Yeah, he's like seven days old. He has no idea what's going on. He's just learning how to use his face right now. <laughs> and he's straining to take a shit. Yeah. So anyway, you've had a lot more time with Batman than I have. So what are your thoughts so far? Well, what I actually find funny, and we'll talk a little bit more specifics with spoilers with the story, but I'm actually surprised you're, you and I are at the same point already. Yeah. Well, that's because um, I'm just breezing through it. Yeah, I mean, for me, what I've really enjoyed so far, obviously, is the new mechanics with the Batmobile. Um, this is the first game to have it, and they really treated it like kind of a, a souped-up sports car and a tank. Um, and what I like, a lot of games that you play, you know, usually they tease you with, like, superpowers and special features, and then there's something that always happens that you end up losing those powers in some way. Like God of War, I thought, was the... the you know, biggest, uh, the biggest they, example of making it super annoying. Yeah, because every game started off where you were just like this beast and then everything gets taken away from you. And then it's yes. like you play a full game, you get all this cool shit, and then right after that you start up a new game with all of your cool shit and lose it for no reason. Yeah, that you get like cock tees with all the cool features and then they take it away. So I thought this was interesting that it actually you start off right away with the Batmobile. And mm -hmm. it's like a it's pretty scooped up to start off with. And it's interesting because, you know, this being uh, the fourth game in the series, I'm used to kind of jumping in and like beating up like 10, 15, 20 guys uh, and getting my rhythm down. But to actually start you off with the Batmobile was an interesting take. It made you feel like you were actually playing something a little different. What I thought was cool is that like getting the Batmobile right in the beginning was cool, but then the fact that all of your skills from the previous games were still there, so then like you're just expanding upon those skills and becoming more awesome than you were from the last game. Yeah, it made you feel like there was a good payoff, like you know, to make the investment in the other games, and now you feel like the fully realized Batman. Yeah. And it feels like you're getting to that point where you're going to be this unstoppable bat creature thing that is just mowing through everyone with these ridiculous skills and gadgets and all this other shit. Now he's got a fucking tank with him, too. Yeah, pretty much. And what I liked about it, too, is that it set the, the stakes of the story very early on. And it was like you could really quickly get invested in what's happening. I mean, what I always find nuts is that Batman deals with a lot of bullshit in like a one evening. Yeah, this is like this is like Jack Bauer's worst nightmare because it all happens in 
It's like eight hours because it's always dark. Yeah, I feel like tonight's a good night to talk about because it it's all dark and rainy. It's like <laughs> the fact that this guy doesn't have a head cold like a couple hours in, I think is surprising. I feel so bad for him because as I'm going through the story and like his freaking cape is all ripped up and his armor is all broken. Yeah, he just gets shot to shit and he lo- like he looks like he went through the ringer, you know? <laughs> Poor bastard. It's like every time he's like, oh, I cleared this one area and now more shit just keeps popping up. It's like the worst fucking police department of all time. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck do they get paid to do? Like, these yeah. poor bastards, like, ziplining around with no help. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I feel like it's the most exhausting. Like, I feel like what he goes through, it's like you had a really long week at work, and now it's Friday, and you just want to go home and relax, but this poor guy's, like, trying to save the whole city. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel exhausted just watching what he has to do. Yeah, I know. Like, as I'm playing, I just feel like I can feel him just wanting to take a breath when he doesn't get a chance. Yeah, so considering that this is now the fourth game that we're playing that's, you know, in this Arkham universe, like, how do you feel about it? You know, we're we're at about the halfway point in the game. So what's your kind of quick reactions to what you've experienced so far? Are you talking story or are you talking... Uh, just more general stuff, and then we'll we'll segue into more spoiler territory. All right. So what I've I actually really did like the the Batmobile, although I am getting kind of annoyed with it at this point because there's like this isn't spoiling until later, but the the fact that you have tank missions that are stealth missions as well is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever done in my life. <laughs> because I'm driving a fucking tank and I'm trying to quietly take out other tanks. But yeah, and I also find it really weird when you like scale the like a roof and you're like hugging the corners, but basically driving this huge tank. Yeah. Well, I don't know why the buildings aren't collapsing under the weight of a tank. <laughs> so I'm also I, surprised this guy doesn't have to uh, fill up on gas at any point. Yeah, I know. Actually, the one thing that I really like is that the world seems like it's so big, but I can get through it really fast. And it's not like I feel like I'm being gypped. So like going through the Batmobile or just flying around, it, it doesn't take too long. Yeah, like I feel like you're not... It doesn't take... Like probably to get to one end of the fucking city to the other maybe takes like 45 seconds. Yeah. You don't get bogged down with traveling. Like you don't feel like, oh, I'm not going to do this because it's so far away. Yeah, but, totally. But the the one thing that I will like, and it's still not going into stories too much, but the fact that I feel a sense of urgency throughout the entire thing, and that also includes every side mission. Like I feel like there's a purpose to everything that I'm doing. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Because like a lot of these games have these kind of arbitrary forced like side quests that you have to do, but this actually feels like it contributes to the story because you have other villains who are doing things. You have the the cities under attack, so it makes sense if you're the person who's defending the city that sure you'd have to take on these this huge threat, but then also there's these little other things that are popping up that you have to take care of as well. So I agree, it doesn't really feel forced at all. Yeah. And then I, I just think that the design of everything is really cool and just like every, all the villains look awesome. All the, you know, all the characters that you're dealing with look cool. And, you know, again, I'm trying not to spoil anything, but just everything just feels like it's Batman. 
And then one of the things that I found really interesting, and I don't know if I'm just so far removed from Arkham City, but this game feels like the most ridiculous Batman that there is, because like he has he has like he has his shit together throughout this entire process. Like he knows what he needs to do. And he's got the fucking bad computer that does everything for him. And I just feel like he's more he's smarter than he was in the previous games. So there's always like a different gadget that he's using and you get to use those gadgets. I love using the disruptor. I think that's the coolest one so far. Oh, uh, I, have you been using it on like the sentries and the drones and all that stuff? I use it on the guns. So when, okay. the, when, you know, like the troops are running around with their, the guns, I just shoot their guns and I disable them and I just like stand in front of them and wait for them to shoot me and then watch them get all pissed off. You know what, I actually like using a lot in this because I feel it didn't get enough attention in the other games, but for whatever reason, they made it a little bit more user-friendly and uh, they gave you different options with it. It's actually the smoke pellets. Mm -hmm. I haven't used them outside of like whenever I get caught. Yeah, because usually it's, you know, it's a defensive thing that you're going to get shot, so you drop a smoke pellet, but now you can actually use it offensively where you could be like on a ledge and you could chuck it into a group of people and then just swoop down. Um, I mean, I don't remember if you could do that in one of the last games. I don't think you could, but I, I definitely. Yeah. But it's a, it's really a lot of fun to to use it that way. And the other thing that I like too is that I fall in the other games when you get more equipment. It was almost a little too arbitrary. Like suddenly you would uh, open a a vault and it's like, oh, there's my back claw. Um, whereas with this, it's like you have most of the equipment to begin with, and then like little things happen in the story or in the world that you have some type of enhancement to the equipment. Hmm. Other than the Batmobile, though, I always think that's like the weirdest fucking thing when Lucius Fox contacts you. He's like, hello, sir. You know, what other upgrade do you want for your Batmobile? And then like you bring it to a cave. Yeah. Well, I love that the Batwing just comes up and just like morphs into the Batmobile and just like upgrade <laughs> shit. Yeah, it, it feels very uh, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger like, you know. Yeah. Or it just looks like forced rape. <laughs> so. I guess kind of the, the quick reactions, I think we're kind of on the same page. Just like it's easy to pick up having played the other games. It gives you something kind of new to work with with the Batmobile. And, uh, you know, the story is nice and tight and it gives you that sense of urgency that this is like a, a chaotic evening in, in the life of Batman. Yeah. So, um, so since I feel like now that we've said the general things, it might be helpful. I think there's more specific things we want to talk about. So I guess this will be the kind of spoiler territory where we'll go a little bit more in depth about our reactions to things that are happening in the game. So if you haven't played it yet, or if you don't, um, you know, want to know what's going on just yet, this is probably the good time to, uh, you know, just hit the little X button in the corner of your screen. Oh, spoilers, you say? Yes. <laughs> Yes, the story is freaking awesome in this game. <laughs> freaking yeah. joke bats is just awesome. The fact that it's Batman just... Because I'm trying to remember how this worked, because it was the end of Arkham City that he got injected with some Joker juice, and now he's becoming the Joker, <laughs> correct? Yeah, pretty much. So the fact that it's just like Joker is really taking over his mind and just fucking with him from there. And like, he knows that the Joker is there and then, you know, like he can potentially, you know, turn into the Joker, I guess, like, cause the Joker was a virus the whole time. Um, right. The like, 
you can feel it weighing in on him. And I think that it's really cool that after you do, if it's a story mission, a side mission or whatever, that the Joker reacts to everything. And he's like sitting in a corner, he's talking to you and he's like giving you the other perspective of like what you should have done if you were, you know, a human being that didn't care about other people's lives and just like, I would have killed them. I would have done this. I would have done that. Or like, you know, make him really second guess every decision that he makes. Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. And what actually I, f I find cool about the way they implemented the Joker in this story, because I knew ahead of time that the Joker was involved in some way. And I was thinking like, all right, they're a little too reliant on the Joker in these games. So initially I thought this would be like a cop-out way to get the Joker involved, but I actually think they did it in a really cool and, uh, in, in terms of storytelling in an innovative way, like there was, there were a lot of points that I thought, okay, this is going to be super cheesy, but they've actually made me like super invested in the story where I really want to see like, you know, does the Joker completely take over and uh, little things that I really appreciate. Cause there's very obvious things that happen where, like you said that, you know, Joker's just kind of hanging out in the corner and you see him and he kind of gives you the other side of the, the coin, so to say of, what just happened but sometimes in the combat when you're fighting those like faceless random thugs if you notice <laughs> like some of them quickly turn into the joker yeah that's really fucking cool and i just like it because it's a real subtle way of showing like you know as the game progresses and as batman continues to lose you know that you know that part of his brain that's now succumbing to the the joker juice that uh yeah you know it gives you that sense of urgency like oh shit like by the end of this night you know, he's he could very well turn into the Joker. See, what I really want to see is, and, I, you know, I won't know since I'm only 50% through this story, is if Scarecrow somehow gets his, you know, fear toxin into Batman, and then Batman freaks out and he's the Joker, and he's going around and just shooting people as the Joker in the fear toxin. Yeah, imagine just the sight of Batman p picking up one of those AK-47s and just, like, <laughs> pumping everyone with lead, you know? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the one thing that I, I kind of wish I saw already was that Batman did something that was against his code because of the Joker taking over. And it's it doesn't necessarily mean that he would kill somebody, but it's almost like if he's hanging somebody upside down and he cuts the wire and, like, they could have been paralyzed because of it, he freaks out because of that. So or, what... So what part are you up to? Because actually something does, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a part in the in the game that something happens where he starts acting a little bit out of character. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Last thing I did, fuck. I started doing side missions. The last thing I did was the Poison Ivy stuff where you had to um, like unearth the, like the giant plant that has the cure. Okay, have you done... Oh, uh, shit. What was this mission where um, you're tracking down... Um, oh, now it's killing me that I'm blanking. Oh, ha have you done anything with Harley Quinn yet? No. Okay, okay. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but something happens with Harley Quinn, and it leads to a moment with, you know, Batman acting very much like the Joker. Mm-hmm. So it's actually going that way that you were kind of hoping it would go, uh, where he's starting to kind of lose his his handle and his grip on things quite a bit. And it's interesting because he starts having these like hallucinations. He thinks they're hallucinations, but what they actually are are memories that the Joker had. And 
it starts, I think it's putting together who the Arkham Knight is, who's like, that's kind of one of the big mysteries in the game. There's this guy like in this robotic suit who has the same type of training as Batman, knows all his, you know, strategies, moves, you know, his way of thinking. Um, and they're alluding to it being someone who knows Batman in some way, but uh, you can't quite figure out who. And with these hallucinations that Batman starts having, which are actually Joker memories, it starts, I think, pointing you in the direction of who the Arkham Knight is. See, that's the one thing that I think is really cool is that, you know, I know a lot, I don't know, I'm not like an expert at Batman comics, but I still can't figure out who the Arkham Knight is. And I don't know, I know that it's a created character within, you know, this Arkham universe that the Kings are, but like, I'm sure it leads into a character, a well-known character in the series. And I actually don't have any clues as to who it could be at the moment. But I'm, you know, as you just said, it seems like there's something that really gives gives it away a little bit clearer, um, a little bit further into the story. Yeah, there's a tip of the hat to something, and it makes you think, oh, shit, this could be Arkham Knight. It doesn't exactly say that. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, you know, who they end up introducing. But it would be, like, really wild if this is the way it goes. But it's cool because it plays on the past history. And even if you haven't read the comics, like, just having a general idea of who Batman is and what he's gone through, it's like there's a good payoff if this person is the one who actually ends up being uh, Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that I've been enjoying, too, is that I'm surprised this game doesn't have a real multiplayer in it because I've liked the way that they've integrated, like, Nightwing and uh, Robin into, like, some of the battles and stuff. Mm -hmm. I haven't used Robin in any of the battles yet. So when you get up to the Harley Quinn thing, that's actually when you start using Robin. So That dude is fucking jacked. (laughs) Like, I saw him... I saw him in the story mode, and he's just, like, his shoulders are bigger than his fucking body. And what I find really funny about it is because he has your haircut for whatever reason in this game. Yeah, I know, and he's cut like me. <laughs> well, I do, ha- I do have the bat mask hanging behind me here, so maybe you got the uh, the Robin, like, Donatello bow somewhere. Yeah, that's hidden. So one thing that uh, I meant to mention this before when we were talking about the Batmobile, and I don't know if you'll appreciate this as much because I know you don't really like going to Six Flags Great Adventure, but I think it's absolutely hilarious the way that Batman has passengers in his car that they like end up in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. But what's really funny about it is that they have the shoulder straps that come down over them, and it's exactly the same things that uh, when you do Batman the ride at Six Flags, it's the same exact thing. It's those shoulder straps that kind of come down and like hug you in, so... It's even more terrifying to think that this fucking freak is behind the wheel the whole time. <laughs> like, is he supposed to be driving the the Batman ride at Six Flags? Although, I wonder if the controls for the Batman ride, it's like, you know, the little handles and stuff, they're like in the shape of little Batman insignias. <laughs> like, does the steering wheel really need to be a bat? Right. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? One thing that does annoy me is the fact that I can't get a handle on the controls for this game. So especially when I'm using the the Batmobile, I just end up doing the most random shit because I don't know what button does what. And every single time I just get like freaked out by like something that I do or it screws something up that I was doing, especially when it comes to any of the uh, Riddler trophies where I'm like, I'm like pulling something that I hit the wrong button and now I'm like flying somewhere, but Batmobile is going a different direction and I just get so annoyed. 
yeah, the worst thing in the world. Those Riddler challenges with the Batmobile are so freaking annoying. And it's like I'm at the state of exhaustion, just the like not sleeping a lot because of having a newborn and then spending way too much time playing this game that I end up doing some of these challenges. It takes me like 45 minutes and it's just to like get up a ramp to like hit it with enough speed to get to the other side. Yeah. But yeah, I find it weird too because I always end up freaking out when you have to go into combat mode and you become the little Wally tank thing. <laughs> but I always forget to like go in battle mode at first, so I start getting lit up and I'm like, oh shit, I gotta like start aiming. Yeah. What have you been upgrading? Uh, I've been trying to spend a lot of my focus on upgrading like the the bat suit so to have more defenses with the you know firearms and just melee attacks and stuff. And then I've been upgrading a lot of the the secondary weapons for the Batmobile. So like basically I figured out that the easiest thing to do is shoot the the tanks and stuff right at the turret. So yeah. you could actually increase the damage that it takes, you know, when you do that. And like I've unlocked some other um like it's like auxiliary power or some shit like that where I could, you know, lob missiles behind trucks and make so to like create diversions and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Um, so I spent a lot of most of the focus on that just because I'm like, I guess I'm going to be using the Batmobile for most things. Yeah. Since like every boss battle, which is fighting a bigger tank, might as well, yeah. just, you know, soup that up as much as possible. That's what I've been doing too. I'm just like, you know what? I want to do all the cool combat stuff, but you don't use it as much. So I would rather just get through all the Batmobile missions and then like, you know, go back into any of the, the combat stuff and, you know, that's how I'll end up souping my character up later. Right, and it's to the point that you made before, too, the fact that you start the game off and it's like you feel like you built on the stuff that you learned from the previous game, so, like, you don't have to unlock, like, the special takedowns and stuff like that, you know? And I also find that I forget that I can do those things. So, like, I'll be doing, you know, I'll be having one of those gigantic fights that everyone waits till I hit them so then they can start fighting me. (laughs) And, um... I'll forget that I can do those like really cool takedowns. So I just had this like really long combo and everyone's still alive and I'm just like going back and forth. But uh, the one skill that I did unlock that I really liked was uh, the way that you can break the weapons because it just makes you feel even more powerful that they're like swinging a bat at you. You just grab it and break it in on your knee and just throw it to the side and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, when you start doing that with like a shotgun, you break it over your knee like a breadstick, you know. <laughs> yeah, so for for yeah, for me, I, I've been pretty much just souping up the Batmobile and trying to soup up the uh the gadgets a little bit more where you get more range with like the disruptors and stuff like that. Um yeah. there's uh when you get to the Harley Quinn part, you actually start uh you have the ability to manipulate the voice commands and stuff like that. So you could basically like, I don't know, like a ventriloquist, like you throw your voice (laughs) and like, you could make guards like think you're Harley Quinn and start taking like weird orders and stuff. It's like, Hey, go to this breakable wall that I've already laced with the like explosive gel. So he becomes a ventriloquist that can also mimic people's voices. Yeah, pretty much. Now, actually, I have a question for you. Having played the other games in the series, when he sprays that explosive gel, is he just randomly spraying a pattern, or is he making like a real quick, shitty freehand bat signal? It's a bat signal, which I don't understand why he does that because it takes up so much time. You can just spray the goo there and then hit the button, and it will explode. Yeah, and it's really a half-ass bat that he's drawing too. Like, there's no there's no definable features, and I get it. It's like you know you you have to do this in a quick amount of time, but now why not just do like a little circle or something? Right. 
or like a happy face. So like he's got his silly string over there, you know, you should be practicing. <laughs> yeah, I like that this isn't the, uh, you know, the Batman from the movies where like he has to spend like eight hours like lining up the gasoline. So when you light it on fire, it makes the perfect bat signal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I broke out of prison. So now I'm just going to take all this time to make this giant symbol so I can say that I'm here instead of just like showing up and punching in the face. Yeah, but he would have to like rent a U-Haul to have it and then like go to like different gas stations to get enough stuff, you know? <laughs> but so kind of where we're at in the game, we're at the midway point. Um, we both know ahead of time that to actually get the quote unquote real ending, you have to do all the side missions. Uh, but this is one game that like you mentioned before, that the side missions are actually pretty interesting and fulfilling that I think I am actually going to try to get everything done so I could get the, the one true ending. Yeah, I was pissed because I was doing so many of the side missions and then I got to the point where you couldn't go into an area. So I couldn't do any more of the Riddler challenges. I couldn't do any more of, um, I think it was the Man Bat stuff I couldn't do. Okay. Maybe. I don't remember. But um, that was annoying me because I'm like, oh, you know, I really like the story. I really want to see where this is going, but let me get all this other shit out of the way. But you had to play more of the story in order to move on. So... Yeah, that, I ran into that same problem, and then I felt so much better when I could finally get the Batmobile on that other part of the island, finally. Yeah. Um, I think that was the last something. island, right? Yeah, the yeah, the last one. Yeah, yeah, that's the last one. I will admit to this, like, you know, we're, we are tough guys. We don't like to say that we get scared, but when the fucking man bat just showed up out of nowhere, it was like 2 in the morning. I'm on very little sleep. You know, I'm trying to be as quiet as possible to not wake up the kid, and fucking i'm doing one of these riddler challenges they said it was a time trial so i had to go from like building to building and i'm about to get to like the the question mark you know the the end of the time trial and the fucking man bat shows up well that that happened to me right after i did the uh asriel missions the first one mm -hmm. where i was just like oh i'm just gonna go somewhere and it just popped out of nowhere i'm like what the fuck is that thing and it's so grotesque looking that it makes it even scarier he looks all like fucking dirty and smelly. Like that's <laughs> probably Matt's reaction to seeing the man bat. He's like, "Oh, that that, that thing stinks." <laughs> I just I'm glad he kept his pants on, because <laughs> you know whenever these re like these freaks come out, that they always like get all jacked, but they keep their pants on like the Hulk. Yeah, so I'm glad that, they, that just kept true to the comics. Um. Did when you were doing the second Man Bat mission, did uh, the Joker pop out? No, he popped up at another random time though, and it it like it startled me, but nowhere near as much as the Man Bat thing did. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool, and it's just like that's a character I would not give a shit about, but it actually made me care about it because they were like they fit him in so well, and it was very cool. I was playing. Um, I have the. PlayStation headset. I bought that a couple weeks ago and I had that on while I was playing and I can hear man bat flying around. So I knew where oh, he was. Really? Yeah, it was really, really cool. So I knew that he was like to the right of me. So I was just following him and I was following the sound. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Now, did, have you done any of the side missions that involve like the serial killer yet? No, because I can't figure out where the hell that is like where those missions are to begin with? I did one. I did the first one and I can't figure out where to go. Uh, okay. Basically when you go to like city to, you know, to the different parts of the town, you have to listen for the opera music to start playing. 
Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, because I just finished that, and I think you're going to find it hilarious when you see what the payoff is to this. It ends up being a really, like, actually kind of scary fight, but just... Like I said, I won't I won't spoil it for you, but I can't wait to <laughs> until you get up to it because I think you're gonna get a good laugh out of it. All right, I can't wait to try that. So, uh, when you mentioned the Asriel missions, which I actually I have been enjoying those quite a bit, and knowing that it's building towards like it seems like Batman is gonna die or something's gonna happen to him at the end, and it's almost like he's you know preparing for his successor. Do you think when the game ends that you could actually start using Asriel as a character in some way? I think so. I think that would be really cool. And I hope that the way the game ends is that he takes that giant sword and stabs Batman. Because <laughs> he's like, you know, bad Joker man. So he's like, I got to kill this thing. And he'll be the one person he kills. Now, would you want him to lop his head clean off, like right under the like the chin or like right through, like right in the middle of his head? I wasn't even thinking the head. I was thinking that he would go for the chest. Uh, like okay. get, get in between the plates. And then just look, look at him in the eyes and say, I did this for you. And then that's it. And then the game ends. And then now you're Asriel. Yeah. Hey, that works. Yeah. I will, I will say this is, um, this is a game that we're, you and I are sharing on uh, you know, the PS4 digitally. And I had so much anxiety yesterday when I tried to play it and the network was down and it said it couldn't like verify the license. Yeah. So then I'm thinking like, all right, fine. Like I have all these other games. Like I haven't played Witcher three yet. You know, I'm still up to the Griffin with that. So I'm like, oh, I could just play that for a little bit. But all I, all I kept doing was going back to like Batman and pressing it and hoping that little lock icon would go away. And after restarting my system like eight times, it finally worked. Yeah, that's that's my problem too. Is that I'm a lot further in The Witcher than you are. I'd probably say I'm like a third of the way through the game, but I can't I can't go back because I need to play Batman and I need to finish this game. It's just like there's something about it. Like I was saying before, the sense of urgency throughout the entire game makes me feel like I have to do something, and if I don't do it, somebody's gonna die. <laughs> and I know that that's not true, but it just feels that way. Yeah, and with me, because uh, basically what I end up doing is I start playing it, like when uh, when my son starts falling asleep, and then you know when he wakes up, I'll pause it and like get back to it. But I end up taking these like little cat naps or maybe bat naps every once in a while, and I end up like basically falling out of my chair because I think I'm like diving off a building. <laughs> <laughs> so. In your estimation, now this is something we're at the midway point, right? So we have a little, you know, a little more, a little less than half of the game left, right? Yeah. Now, knowing that we have the Spotify app for PlayStation 4, right? Mm -hmm. Which allows you to play, like, you know, background music in the game. Do you feel like we've missed a major opportunity to be playing Kiss from a Rose, like, on a loop? <laughs> yes, I do. And I've been thinking about that as well. Because I want, I want to have the full Batman experience, but the only true full Batman experience has to have Seal in it. <laughs> and yeah, it, should, so it needs, it, it needs not only Seal though, but it needs Prince from the first uh, Batman movie. You know, I think we should probably make a playlist of all the the Bat tracks and have them playing. Oh, we could call it Bat tracks too. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's a really good idea. So who would you have other than Seal and Prince? That's about it. I would just do those <laughs> two songs on the loop. It's funny. Anytime I think of Batman, I just think of the Batman Forever movie soundtrack. So I think of like the U2 song. 
for the reason the only thing that's popping into my head is that um oh man what was that i think it was from the ninja turtles movie when they were doing the dance was that the third movie or the second one the second one with what the vanilla ice wrap yeah that one i don't know why that song is stuck in my head right now but <laughs> I feel like that would be perfect for this game well maybe oh you know now I don't know. Does it work this way? Could you like uh, stream a video of you playing the game with like Spotify music playing in the background? Probably not. I'm not it sure. Probably blocks it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because part of me, because I feel like what we should try to do independently is like basically get in the Batmobile, hit a straightaway, and have Kiss from a Rose playing, and then like at the oh. right moment, at the right moment, eject out of the Batmobile and just glide over the city. Oh man, I'm gonna do that tonight. So maybe we'll give that a shot and see if we get if we get a decent uh, video of it. Maybe we could we could post it on the YouTube page. So. Oh man, this sounds like a brilliant idea. Well, I feel like there's no more that we could say because now I actually want to run downstairs and try this. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish that we didn't talk about this and I was playing Batman instead. <laughs> yeah, although I liked, you know, I enjoyed talking with you for, you know, a little while, you know, sharing these thoughts. This is all time that I could have been spent going over, going after the Arkham Knight and finding out if he is who I think he is. Yeah, and I could have just been punching random people in the face. Well, maybe we should get back to punching people in the face then. I think we should. Let's do it then. All right. That's enough bullshit for today. If you want more nonsense, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense and on Twitter at Nonsense Masters. Gentlemen, it's been real. It's been good. But it wasn't real good.